In today's episode, we talk about top 10 modern classic board games, Archaeology the Card Game, Tiny Epic Dungeons, and wait, Reese Witherspoon? What? All right, listen anyway. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. Welcome to Mainly Games, where we talk about board games and touch on movies and entertainment and just random stuff that falls out of our head, but mainly games. Mainly games. Mainly games. <laughs> All right, so we are doing it week to week now. What Look about at that? us? Hey, we should say that we're you know scraping it in here at eleven seventeen at night. You Which know, is not going to mention that part, no. but yes, it is yes. very surprise, late at night. Surprise! But I'm not going to act tired now. No. For you people to email in and say you acted tired. So yeah. I am not tired. I am just jazzed. Woo! Yes, because tomorrow is going to be a long day for me. Oh my me. goodness. I was wondering if you were going to mention that, actually. I wasn't going to, but then yeah. I was thinking about it because I'm so tired now. And <laughs> You have no idea about tomorrow. Oh. so Or Saturday. So for, oh, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> so this is our busy season, as you yes. know, for what we do. And it's just like we have one or two days off the next 50 days. So we have no days off, if you're wondering. We have no days off. We have no days Apparently. off. Apparently. I don't know my schedule. But yeah. anyway, so I I'm handle also, the schedule. He does not. So I that's not. why he doesn't know his schedule. I just do the shows. But, um, <laughs> I tell him where and I tell him when. And yes. I tell him what to do. So yes. I'm, a, I'm a big basketball fan for Kentucky. And we have our SEC tournament in Tampa. Uh-huh. So I went ahead and got tickets for my sister and my father. So we're all going to go up there to Tampa. Uh, it's which awesome. Is, it's about two hours away yeah. to go up there and watch all the games. Uh-huh. I'm driving up and back the same night. Correct. You are. And I'm doing that three days in a row. You are. Well, that's assuming Kentucky wins all the way. But they will. They, they're going to, you know, be why, amazing. Why would you have to say that? Why would you? you know, I mean, because I've seen Kentucky this year. Yeah. Oof. Anyway. So, so <laughs> the whole thing is it starts at noon tomorrow. And the last game, Kentucky, of course, plays at 8.30 p.m. Of course they do. Which, if you didn't watch basketball like this, the last game in that series of that day, is yeah. never on time. Oh, never. Because all the games go longer, and it will, like I watched today, just to get an idea, a different tournament, uh-huh. and the 8.30 game started at 10. Goodness. So it's going to be, I'm going to be up there for probably 12 hours, yep. and tack two hours of driving up there and back on, on each, each side end. of that. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. So I had a, had a friend ask me, he said, who are, you, who are you going to root for on the other on the other games? Because there are like six games or something yep. before we play. I said, I'm going to root for no overtimes. <laughs> Team no overtime. I do not care. And I will be the biggest bandwagon fan. I'm like, they're up. Yes, go them. And <laughs> I, it's, I mean, I just, come on, guys. Just crank it through so I can watch my team and come home. Come home. Because then I'm going to have to do it again on Saturday. Think, thankfully, Saturday's not as early as um, Friday. No, Saturday is only two games. Yeah. And because, then I think the first one says at three. So it's not terrible. Yeah, so it's not bad. No. But it's still two hours each way. But, Correct. Um, it is. So, yeah. yeah. So we actually do resort because here, traffic in Florida during this season is terrible. Yes. And we broke it down. There's another place here in our county that takes an hour and a half to get to. Yeah. So I said it's 30 more, 30 more minutes than yeah. going so to this resort. When, so. you, when you break it down like that, it You can do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, granted, it's more frustrating, I think, here with an hour and a half to get 10 miles. Yeah. Because you're just, you're stuck in traffic. Doing two so, miles per hour. So let's not talk yeah. about traffic because no. traffic, we're talking about traffic. Traffic. We're <laughs> well, this is traffic. exciting. I bet everyone's so glad yes. they tuned in for us to talk about traffic yes. woes. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going through 
our daughter watching Jurassic Park. We are. We, we are mentioned indeed. that last. I think we I mentioned feel it like last we night. did and mentioned it last night. And we talked about how we did the first. Was it the first one we had done by then? And I think we did Jeff Goldblum as well. And okay, then we this... did Lost World, which is the third one. Yes. Right. And great. now. They were great. You know, they're classic they're movies. They're great. And now. There's we've... a reason why they redid them. Right. Like, well, yeah, well no, they continue you know I mean. them. That's what I meant. Yeah. And yeah. then we went on to Jurassic World. Yeah. And we were watching. We watched Jurassic World with Chris Pratt. Which she was very excited because it was the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Star-Lord yes. is Star-Lord. Is, yeah. So that's how we refer to him as. And it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Fallen Kingdom, I it got a lot of hate. And I can kind of see it. It's it's pretty cheesy. I mean, all of a sudden, Star-Lord becomes just this ninja. You know, he's fighting like 12 guys. Uh-huh. And it's just... But... It's fine. It is what it is. It My, is what it is. It's a dinosaur movie. How, you know, you got to take that with yeah. a grain of salt. Guys, it's not going to win an Oscar. No. I mean, it's not. So it, it is. It's exactly what you thought it would be. Now, we did show her the trailer for Jurassic Park Dominion. Correct. Right? We did. She was really excited. So we said Jurassic Park Dominion. She <laughs> yeah. goes, Dominion? I said Dominion. <laughs> so we watched the trailer. And then she's like, when are the Minions going to show up? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, what? The Minions. It's Jurassic Park Dominion. And I'm like... <sighs> Okay, uh, there are no minions. She's like, why aren't there minions? I'm like, well, I, I, I don't know why there aren't minions because it wouldn't go along with the, the whole movie. So the entire thing was ruined because... Papaya. Yeah, so Jurassic Park did not have minions in it. No. I, I, you're telling this story and the visual in my head of her watching this and somehow she thought the little cartoon minions were just going to pop out. Like, make sense. How, did, how was that visual like well, working? Even we're watching <laughs> um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom today. and Which we're big, halfway through. We haven't finished right, that one. The big thing, yeah. no spoilers. <laughs> the big thing was the Indoraptor yes. that is introduced. Yes. And then all of a sudden he breaks out and he's mm-hmm. standing on the roof and she's like, well, why is he outside? <laughs> yes. I'm like, I don't understand. What, what do you mean? She goes, well, it's the Indoraptor. I'm like, it is the Indoraptor because the Indominus Rex. And she's like, yeah, but he can't go outside, can he? I'm like, oh, my goodness. I Where do we begin? I don't know. And then the questions. <laughs> and then we watch this this older show called Just Like Heaven. Yes. Right? Where, um, yes. Very cute. Which if you, it, where was it? Netflix? I don't know. It's it's like a 90s movie. It's where um, yeah. Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. dies, right? And, and it's with Hulk. Uh, yes, yes, Mark Ruffalo. He has a okay. name. But, um, <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, she's dead and he's in a, not really dead, she's in a coma or something and yep. he sees the ghost. Mm-hmm. He sees her ghost and she disappears. Yep. It's a very cute little little rom-com. Yeah. So, and she of course doesn't know she's a ghost, but when she ends up walking through a table, then she realizes, oh no, I'm dead. He's yep. like, oh no, you're dead, you're a ghost, blah, blah, blah. Ah. And then they become friends and they lay down in bed together and they talk, this little romance happens. And then she goes, well, why isn't she falling through the bed? Yes. Why is she and laying on the pillow? I'm like, I, I don't, <laughs> I know. I don't know. You I just, can't explain that one. You just have to know that you don't ask those questions. <laughs> yes, you just. I mean, because accept what they show you in the movies. No, because it is a yes. rabbit hole you're going to go down. <laughs> I know. You're like, well, wait a minute. She's in the fourth floor of an apartment. Mm-hmm. Why isn't she just sinking right through the earth? And why doesn't she? Why does she stop at the earth? Why uh-huh. is it's so? I'm like, we just don't go down that road. No. She's like. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. So it was. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, I did not expect to go through all that. Wow. So, <laughs> so the then, tangents we have at eleven thirty at night. Yeah, this and is, I'm sorry I did just bang the table. So if there's a if there's a clunk in the microphone, that was me, and I did it once, and I'm sorry. And there will be because I will not take that in post. <laughs> so. Okay, good to know. Oh, I should say people can't see, but we got new chairs for our gaming room. 
That which, was my next thing to do. To oh, talk I'm so about. sorry. I didn't nope, know that. Ahead, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I, for those of you, I think we mentioned this before, a big topic of conversation that took up way too much time, I should say, were the chairs for the gaming table because we kind of had like bar stools. Yeah, this was the one time we mentioned it several times on the yeah. podcast, and everybody in our gaming group knows this is just like a roll of your eyes <laughs> because yes. it's the only time my wife says, just shut up. <laughs> because. Yes. As you know, we have a table topper, a uh, game uh-huh. topper, I think. On top on, of the table. On the table. Mm-hmm. And a table, uh, sorry, a chair is too short, a normal chair, yes. and a bar stool is too high. So I've been going back and forth, and <laughs> I will do stuff when I have people come <laughs> over for games. I will put people in different chairs, yes. like certain people in like <laughs> chairs and then bar stools, and not mention that everyone has a different chair, and I'll just watch them, and then I'll <laughs> see them fidget, and I just can't figure out which one. Until one guy, Jacob, mentions he's in our gaming group. He's like, just get gamer chairs. And I'm like, ah, that's funny because they're so expensive. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it'd be funny to get six gamers chairs. So I'm at um, Office Deep, no, Staples, yeah. getting something printed for like $1.20. <laughs> yes. And most expensive print job ever. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll just look at their office chairs. And then, of course, they have these gamer chairs. And I'm like, oof. And. Uh, short, long story short, I ended up getting six gamer chairs. You did. And they're very comfortable. Except I did realize I just knocked one of the armrests with the table. That's the cl- clunk. That but they just are happened. all black. <clears throat> I wanted the whole big red and black nice little... He did. He sent me... I was actually at an event and I get yeah. all these messages on the phone. I think something's happening. No, but he's just sending me photos of chairs. Yeah, I know. I sent it to, Al- <laughs> I sent it to Alex and she's like, no, black. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get some... <laughs> I'm going to get some backup here. So I sent it to my buddy Dana, who's also on our in our Mainly Games group, uh-huh. he has videos. I, I'm going to get some backup. So I send him all those, and he goes, yeah, no, black. I'm like, where's where's the backup? <laughs> I must like, admit, the, the red and the white ones looks like the lady from um, The Mandalorian that has the ears. Keep saying that. I don't see that at all. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I don't know her name, but that's what it reminds me of, the, the Disney it doesn't, ears. It does. It, it doesn't. looks like that. These are the Emerge... emerge um, the gaming chairs. They're so. super amazing. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. I so, just lifted the handle so I won't have any more bumps. So you'll be pleased to know it will be a... Thank you for you that. Know, yes. No and something else I did, and yeah, this, uh-huh. I don't know if, you, if I was going to bring it up. So um, I am not oh, really... <laughs> why are you laughing at this? Well, I don't know where you're going with I'm, it, so I'm nervous. I'm not the most handy person. I can do things in the house if I have to. I will watch a YouTube video on it and I will get it done. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really one of those guys, no. right? So uh-huh, uh-huh. I did a lot of stuff in our garage. But I also take shortcuts, right? And that's my biggest thing is like, ah, good enough, <laughs> you know, if it looks good. And one of, my, one of my shortcuts is we have all these bookshelves yeah. that have all our games on it. Mm-hmm. And one was over, over our light switch yes. in the garage. And we've yes. got these smart lights that we can turn on, change colors for the games and all that stuff. Google does it for us. Yeah, yeah. So, it's amazing. So anyway, mm-hmm. I just go ahead and... And put the I anchor the bookcases to the wall because we have a daughter, and, um, <laughs> and we want her to live. Yes. So, um, so I anchor them all. But anyway, so if you bump the bookcase, yes. it turns the lights off. Yes, right? it does. It's very annoying. And at the most inawkward time, like somebody's looking in there for a game, they grab it, and all the lights go off in the whole room. And yep, there are yep. no windows. This no. is like, it's all walled in. And people are like, what, what happened? And <laughs> yes. I'm like, jiggle the bookcase. <laughs> so they jiggle the bookcase. And you feel like it's some sort of like secret code. And they'll come back on. Or they'll flicker on and off. Back, up, back and forth, back and forth. And it's just, it's so 
annoying. And then it got so touchy to the point that if people would walk by the bookcase, yes, it would sh- just like- their breeze would flicker. <laughs> yes, and I be- remember that. And because they're smart lights, they don't really connect quickly. Like only three will come on. I'm like, hey, just shake the bookcase again. <laughs> Let's do this again. So today I went back there and I tried to readjust everything. And I think I have them working for now. What did you do? I just did the exact same thing I did last time because I moved it out a little bit more. Oh. Now, the, <laughs> I, okay. I, my idea was to get back there, take off the the light switch, yep. and then kind of wiring them together so it's always on. But again, I didn't really have the time to watch a <laughs> YouTube video on what I was doing and turn the circuits off. And you know what? I just winged it again. Good and for you. This will probably have to be redone in a while. That's okay. As long as it makes it through to April, we'll be well, fine. I'm not entirely sure it was my fault, though, because we have our streaming computer here that we're going to, you know, we do our, our um, streaming. live streams mm-hmm. on. And it turns on and off by itself. Randomly. Really? I don't know why. So I'm thinking. We have it, a ghost. I, yeah, I think it was a ghost. Reese with a spoon is living in our garage. Yeah, why doesn't she fall through the, through the floor or the pillows? <laughs> I don't know. We, gotta, I don't we, know. we don't ask those questions. <laughs> we don't ask those yeah, questions. Reese with a spoon. If she's here, it's rough because she's not dead. <laughs> yeah, true. So that mm. would be awkward for everyone involved. That would be very awkward. So, okay. So that would be what? like one of Hollywood's greatest mysteries. Why yeah. is with a spoon in Florida? Well, she's somewhere because <laughs> I don't see her in movies anymore. Is she in the Hallmark Channel? No, she's not home. Like she does like I saw her the other day on a Google thing. Like she not That's on- the internet, honey. That's not <laughs> It's not movies. You know she's still on Google even if she has no movies. Yeah, she was doing right? like some news article for like some like shoe she's selling or something. You know it's not helping me with the whole movie thing, right? That's <laughs> kinda so she's into fashion now, which is answers my question why she's not in movies. Yeah, I think that's what she's into right Okay. Now. Well, anyway, so <laughs> I know most of you logged on to find out <laughs> where Reese Witherspoon is right now. Oh, we've got answers. We've got answers. We we know she's doing fashion and Alex saw her on Google. So So helpful. Yeah. So I mean, there she is. So there if people is. ask you, just she's on Google. She's on just, Google. Just check. I mean, they just give Google a call and Which she'll pick up. Hello, Reason House. <laughs> That's She's, I'm here. I'm like, oh, well, thanks, Google. <laughs> so helpful. So, I actually realized there's a few times I'm going to refer to this mysterious Google. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Are you? Are we sponsored by Google? Like, everybody else is like <laughs> game nerds and stuff like that. We're sponsored by Google. Yes. Home of Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> it's, it's okay. This is the last time we do a podcast this late at night. Okay. Only Only listen to this podcast after midnight. Okay. So, all right. Okay. okay so now we're going. Okay. Let's talk about some games. Let's talk about some games. Oh, now to hear us. <laughs> I need to go get some water. To hear us explain these games at midnight too. Oh, that's going to be fun. It's going to be t- Okay. So. <laughs> Wish us luck. <laughs> it's going to be a while. Okay. okay. So but we said we'll do like a quick 30-minute podcast. It's already been 15 minutes. I know. It's, it's so rough. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Oh, and I've got to leave early tomorrow. This, <laughs> this sucks. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Off the press. Let's talk about it first. No, we want to do board game news. Oh, yeah. I skipped right over that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, board game news. It's a big one. It is. Um, it's a big one. Disney Smash Up. I'm so looking forward to this. For you that don't. Smash Up is one of my favorite games, and I love Disney. And now they've mushed the two things together. They've it- almost smashed them up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's crazy how that works. It's just, okay. Um, 
So they have smashed up. <laughs> My goodness. Was... Okay, so I will continue as you were losing your mind over there. <laughs> Just... Okay, so Disney Smash Up. For you that don't know, Smash Up is a, like a, a deck building game. Where you smash up two different characters. <laughs> it's one of Alex's favorite games. She's laughing so hard she can't talk. Okay, I can't she, talk. Whew, so, <laughs> okay. So pretty much all these different factions. Yeah. You can have like, we've talked about before. We can like have ninjas and kitties fighting yes, each other. And, right. Well, like Ninja on the kitties. same team together and they're fighting. Whatever. Yeah, you grab two different Rennies factions, shuffle them together. Robots or whatever. So this is mm-hmm. Smash Up Disney. And um, it looks like Elsa's going to be in it. Yeah, I'm looking at right now. I can oh, see I who's going to that. be. That's okay. I'll tell you. Here okay. You go. <laughs> okay. <So>. Tell me. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Here are the ones that have been smashed up Disney. You've got Frozen, Big Hero Six, Wreck It Ralph. I haven't seen that movie. Have you? Big Hero Six. Yeah. No. Okay. No, but I've seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> Close enough. So it's got the same. I think it's the same guy. I think so I too. think I the think big it's fluffy when, marshmallow guy. Yeah, I think it's when he couldn't any longer get work, and he couldn't be hired by Google because <laughs> Reese Witherspoon already, already took that gig. So he just went right into Big Hero Six. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. okay. So all right. So then Big Hero Six, Wreck It Ralph, mm-hmm. and The Lion King, mm-hmm. Mulan, oh. Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. No way, I didn't know that. Yes, and okay. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yay, Tale of Lotus Time. So let's not keep tapping the table. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Okay. I was like, a clap, clap, clap. Um, you, not, I didn't let's know. not do that either. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay, just, all right, so. I'm stopping. All right. Also, I was going to say two <laughs> in board game news. Uh, sorry, okay. I'm trying to stop laughing. Okay, <laughs> there's a new villainess too. Yes, I did not see much <laughs> about that. Yeah, it's, it's got Vader on the front, it right? Did. It's by I saw it in a Google article, so sorry. <laughs> but it's Star Wars villains, right? Well, the yes. villainess, but yeah, Star Wars theme, which oh. will be awesome. Now that I haven't read much about it, no, but I wonder if it's going to go with the um, well, Darth Vader. Right. Well, obviously that, but I mean, like as far as <laughs> As far as the way it goes, is it going to go with the way Marvel did it? With they had the one fate deck, or mm-hmm. the other villainous everyone has their own fate decks? Mm. Because it's pretty funny how people really like each. There are people on each camp that they yeah. like which one deck, like one fate deck or two. I thought it was universal. I thought everyone likes the one fate deck yeah. in the center, but it's not true. No, a lot of people like their own personal own personal one, and I say a lot of people one person is totally like. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm very interested to see. I haven't read much more about it. I like Villainous. I do too. It doesn't hit the table as much as I'd like it to. No. But you need to be very aggressive in that game though, which I like. You do. Yeah. You do. You have to be very aggressive. Because I feel like every time I play a villain, the only way my villain can win is if I'm fated. I know that's not a word. Um, but people don't want to fate you because they're trying to be nice. And I'm like, well, now I'm not going to win. Right. That's, yeah, that's it. So we are pretty much just going to review... Um, Two quick games this time. We're going to save the third one for later okay. because we're going so long. Because <laughs> yeah, um, we went way off topic. So our, so we are going to our short one okay. is going to be um, off the off the shelf. 
Yes. It is going to be archaeology. Oh my goodness, I love this game. This game, can I tell you, everyone, that we got this at the um, Game is at Gulf Coast. That was a lovely lady selling some of her games, and I saw it It got me because it has the big bust of Tutankhamun on the cover, and I was like, well, yep. I have to get this. And then we got it, and it's out of print, so hooray. Yep. And this is just a great game. We've played it several times. We've played it with several different people. We played it with Ryan Patricia as well. And I think there'd be other people, but I remember playing with Ryan Patricia. And everyone we played it with is like, this is a good game. It is. And it's very um, easy to teach, but mm-hmm. like super fun to play, which is always, you know, a good thing. Yeah. You're welcome for reviewing an out of print game. <laughs> yeah. Did not know that going into this podcast. But, um, if, I think I, it's out of print, right? I don't think you can find it. I don't know it. if it's out of print or not. I mean, if it is, it's still easy to get. Yeah, because, I think you can find it. Yeah, <clears throat> you can find it most places. It's, There's places on eBay I can see selling it right now. It's 2007. Um, the big thing is, mm-hmm. it reminds me of Valley of the Kings. Yes. But it's quicker. Yes. It is about mm-hmm. a 20-minute game. And this game right here, it, it plays from two to four, but I think it's best at two people. I agree. So it's also very limited in what you can do yes. on your turn. Pretty much on your turn. The whole thing is you are trying to get, you're an archaeologist and you're yeah. trying to uncover different And different you win items. by having the most number of points in your museum. That's how you win. Yes. Yes. And um, also you can hold on to items that's all about set collection yes. is what it is. But the set as you put them down, like say you've got three pottery shards. If you have three shards, it's of course incrementally worth more if you gotta get a fourth one yeah but the problem is if you hold on to them too long before setting them down yes. you can lose them uh-huh. because and you can either lose them through a thief yep thief that's fun to say uh yeah right or a sandstorm or a sandstorm mm-hmm. right and a thief would be when someone else can reach over and take one of your cards yep and a sandstorm is when everyone loses half of their cards yep. so you take half rounded down and you of put whatever's them in your in hand the market mm-hmm. so so pretty much what you can do at your turn when you play, mm-hmm. you first, you have to dig for treasure. And that just, yeah, you have to draw a card. Draw the top card. Yeah. All right. If it's a thief, you just do it right away. You discard a face up and you choose a player, take one random card from their yeah. hand. And a sandstorm, that's everybody has choose half of their cards to discard rounding down mm-hmm. and their place in the marketplace. All right. And then if, if you do get a sandstorm, you get another turn then. Then also you can trade at the marketplace, and that is every card has a value at the market, yep. and the cards in your hand have a value. So if you have two ones, you can trade your two ones for a two yep. in the marketplace, or vice versa. And you would do that because you want to try to get sets. Yes. It's all about getting sets. Yep. So you can do that as many times as you want to, and then you can explore the pyramid. And different parts of the pyramid have different cards, like the first... I think the first level is three. I three, think then it's yeah. five and then it's seven. Right. That's how many mm-hmm. cards are in there. And you need one map card to look at the first small chamber, two to look at the medium, three to look at the large chamber. Mm-hmm. So you can do that. And then you can sell to the museum. And this is the ultimate goal. Once you put down these cards, those are your points at the end of the game. Yeah, they're safe. So you want to hold on to them as long as possible. And some of them, if you just get four of these cards, I mean, if you get three, it's worth three. And if you get that fourth one, all of a sudden those four are worth 20. Yeah. So you are want to hold on to those as long as possible, mm-hmm. but not too long because you could lose them really quickly. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. I like it because it's got a little bit of push your luck in it too. But right. it's not like super push your lucky. But it is a little bit of push your luck because you're trying to always kind of like, do I put this in my, my museum or do I hold on to it? So you've got to kind of take that chance. Yeah. But I also like how it is set collection. And I like the whole idea of your museum and everything too. It's it's very fun. Very quick. Very fun. I really like it. Um, yeah. I will say I think it's a bit better with two than it yes. is with four. Yes, you said that. And yeah, so I, I mean, because I'm just like, I liked it with four, but yeah. there's just not a lot going on. And I, but I think this is one of the, I like it a lot, and I Me probably too. like it more than I don't know if I like it more than Valley of the Kings, but it's They're different. Quicker. They're yes. different. They're both different games. So this is mm-hmm. one you should check out: Archaeology, the card game, and it's a small box, so it's an easy to travel with game too. It's a great travel yeah. game. It's wonderful. So um, Archaeology, the card game by Z-Man Games. Yes. So definitely look at that. Yep. And then our other one is a big one. It's off the press, and it's came in from Kickstarter. And this is Tiny Epic Dungeons. Yes, it is. This, we have played a lot. We have. We play this game a lot. And it is one of those that pretty much you are just, you're exploring a dungeon. It is a, it is a dungeon crawl. Mm-hmm. And it's cooperative. It is cooperative. And it's the whole thing is as you, you're going to start on the center tile, and then every door that leads off that tile is a face down tile. And as you move, those tiles turn face up. Yes. And you keep going. And then goblins appear, minions appear. And once you defeat, I think it's three or four minions, which are the big guys, not the ones in Jurassic Park, the big guys. The minions. And then then it actually, then you get to beat the the boss and yeah. when you find the lair. Um, now, a couple of thoughts. What did you think about the game? It was, okay, well, I, I know what you think about yeah. the game. It's. The goblins, and there's also a torch track at the top that every every time in between your turns, you go down and then you start to, like, goblins show up. It activates the monsters. And slowly and surely, it the game gets hard. And to it the point... It gets chaotic. It does. And yeah. to the point, the first time we played it a couple times with these guys, these guys know games that I played with. Um, mm-hmm. It got, it was just, it was brutally hard and brutally random yeah i mean we lost fast yeah the first two times we played this game we lost very quickly yep so we reset it and played it again and then guess what we lost quickly again and so <clears throat> i must admit i am super disappointed in this game i, know. I really like what this publisher has done before and so when we had the option to go all in on kickstarter i was like yeah they're amazing let's do it well now i'm like oh we should not have done that that yeah. was a mistake. I'm on the fence about it. And it was it was like that on our first play. I think half of us, I think um you and yeah, you guys weren't crazy about it. Yeah. I mean, me and Gil were. Yeah. But it's I think the idea of it is so good. It looks great on the table, but the ex- something was off on the balance of the game. There's it so just, many things off. So the the second time we played it, we um actually got through to the to the end bit where you have to fight the big boss, right? And oh, then you know the second day, the second, the second, the second set because we second, played it a couple yes. times that first night, right? Yes, sorry. So one of the later times we did yes. it um, on a different date, and then I felt like I was playing a whole new game again, and then I felt like, my gosh, this is the longest game ever. Yeah, it is, and it was so tedious. And that was my kind of thing. I was like, oh, I just want this to be over. Like, can we die already so we can move on, you know? And I don't normally feel like that when playing a game. No, and I love dungeon crawls. This one was... Oh, and I love dungeon crawls, yes. They're great. It was tedious. 
It was I mean, very tedious. Because the goblins keep showing up in the same room because they show yep. up at the entrance. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm going to go back and kill these guys, kill these guys. And they, they just, they just, they burn your turns. It's all, all, yeah. That's the only thing they do is they burn your turns. And it just That was the like, hottest thing you have. So on your turn, you have like one heroic action and you can move. And if you're a character that you do have a free action, you have a free action, which might be like healing or something like right. that. Um, <clears throat> and so it was how when you had your heroic action, which either could be like casting a spell, killing someone or, you know, something else like that. You couldn't do anything except kill goblins. That's all you're doing. You're stuck in a room killing goblins or killing a what, monster or whatever. Ugh, it was just so ugh. And then you'd get in a death circle, which you don't ever die. Yeah. You just go unconscious. So the next time you have to actually use your healing action. Yeah. And because it's a heroic action, that's the only action you can take that Correct. Turn. Yes. And you can do nothing but move. So you just have to do that and then you'd move. Yeah. And then by if you're playing four players, by the time you get around, you're probably dead again. Uh, yeah. And you're in this circle. Now, I think this plays separate with second or sorry, with two. It plays different with two. I I would like to... We've only played it with four pe- people. Right. I want yeah. to try it again with two because I do like the idea of this game. And it has a potion, potion expansion we did not add because the potion expansion, the potions look great. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, we'll take you to max health, this potion will. But in order to get the potion, everyone in the party has to take two damage. What? It doesn't make any sense thematically. No. So I didn't add that in. And there's another uh, another tiny epic expansion for the dungeon thing. I think stories. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too, I was gonna say too, the cards. Uh, what is it? The room cards. Actually, like all the cards. Looking at a picture here, they all have symbols at the bottom, which it took us forever to keep referring to the rule book to figure out what all the symbols meant. It was like I felt like there was too much information on these little little cards. Yes. Too. I felt like they just tried to make this big, complicated game. And these are the same people who have done Heroes of Air, Land, and Sea, which is a great game. So I feel like they tried to do something epic like Heroes of Air, Land, and Sea in like a tiny box. And they should not have done that. It almost seemed more complicated. Oh, I completely think it feels more complicated. Well, just Mm -hmm. mainly because the iconography is all over the place. It's everywhere. And it shows what it is in the manual, but there's also a PDF that you have to download that pretty much... Breaks down. I don't know where tile. you found that PDF, but we all need it. We printed out a copy the second time we played the game on a separate yes. night, right? We printed that out for everybody. So we all had this like book that we're studying to play this tiny epic game. And the whole time you're reading it. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> Which when you're playing tiny epic zombies or tiny epic galaxies, you don't feel like that. You pl- feel like you're playing just a fun game. Right. And that's what... That's what this should feel like. It should feel Again, like Again, I haven't actually given up on this. So we wanted to do an early. We're going to we're gonna do a look back on this later. Yeah. I do want to do two people on this and play it again. We will do a look back once we do two but people. But I am disappointed in it right yeah. now. I, I like the game. It looks great on the table, but I don't love it. No. It's not one that I I think I just. I see, I've given up on this game. I know you have, but I want to get you to try it again. <laughs> I'm like, well. And I want to see if we can, we can bring it back and if two players... With two players, it might work better. Yeah, I don't just don't understand how something like this could have just gone askew. I know. I yeah. Know. So we're going to do this. We're also going to mm-hmm. eventually rank all the Tiny Epic games because we do love the Tiny Epic They're games. They're great games. It's a great series of games. And mm-hmm. you know what? Every game isn't for everyone. It's funny when I talk about Tiny Epic to other people, they will always name different games yeah. than I do on which ones they like. Mm-hmm. And that's what's great about this series. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You know, like, I mean, I don't want to give, a, give away which ones you like, but there's a, several we like and several that other people like. Um, I'm going to give a spoiler. This is at the bottom of my list. There are one or two that are universally at the bottom. So, um, yeah. <laughs> no, this one, this one wins. This one will be, yeah. 
<laughs> so anyway, that is Tiny Epic Dungeons. And if you guys have played it, um, feel Let free to Let us know what us. we're doing wrong. Yeah. Uh, show I'm willing to retract all my comments and tell everyone how wrong I am. Yeah. So yeah, yes. feel free to tell her how wrong she is. But, um, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, send us an email or something and let us know yeah. what you guys think of it. Uh-huh. But okay, so that's uh, Tiny Epic Dungeons. And again, we're going to look back at it later. Now, we're doing something interesting here. We are going to look at an article that um, it is the top 10, not top 10 board games of all time. It is like the top 10 modern classics yep. is what it is. It's called 10 Board Games That Are Already Modern Classics yep. by CBR. And this is interesting because it came across our feed and we thought, you know what? A Google feed. See, it has a place. Gosh. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So pretty much we're going to look at these and see if we agree with these. Mm-hmm. 10 board games that are already modern classics. And I like how it doesn't say that we think are already. This is like, this is like this guy saying these, these are it. This is These it. 10 are it. This is official. So we're going to look and we're going to see if we agree with these. And all right. So let's just, let's go into it. Um, okay, do you want me to start? I'll now, do number 10. Modern classics, I guess, are going to be ones that aren't brand new. No, I was actually trying to find out when some of these... Um, I don't know. I mean, we can look up. But um, all right, so you yeah, do number out. 10? So number 10 is King Dominoes. <clears throat> yeah, King Domino. Have you played King Domino? Yeah, that was the one. You played it too. And I have played it now that I see the picture. Yeah, this I is forget the one every that I, time I play it. I think I, I talked about in our podcast of games I don't like. And I don't know why I need to try it again. It just, I wasn't crazy about King Domino. Everyone loves this game. But due to popularity, I guess it does depend on, I mean, it, it honestly, it probably That's the one where you have to build the little tiles. And if you get like the most colors by next to each other, you get points, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, most yeah. forests and all that. Okay. Crowns. And it's a very mathy, it's, I, I don't know, it was, it was fine. You know, yeah. I didn't love it, but that's number 10. Okay. So I can see that deserving to be on the list. Yeah. All right, number nine, Wingspan. Yes, I agree with this. Wingspan is a great game. I, I would say Wingspan is one that it it says it brought new players into the hobby. And you know what? I would have argued with this a couple weeks ago before I we know, played it. I know, me too. It, me too. I would have said, oh my goodness. We <laughs> played it, loved it, even have it now. We did. We just bought it this yeah. week, right? So it's so, in sitting on our shelf. And I will definitely... I'm glad this is on the list because it is different. It is a different style of game. Uh, yeah, and it yes. And the way Wingspan, of course, does it with gradually gets you into the game. And Wingspan, I, I definitely agree yeah. with this because it's not a normal fantasy or sci-fi style game. It is about birds. Yep. So who would have thought? Yep. Birds. All right. So mm-hmm. number eight. All right, number eight is King of Tokyo. I agree. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. It is, yep. I think it's, it's like a free, everyone there should know what King of Tokyo is. It's a very Yahtzee style game. Mm-hmm. And it's... This is a great gateway game. It's a great game. And I think all of these are, they're kind of, they're, they're looking at gateway games is yeah, what they're doing. Yeah. Or really not gateway. Gateway sounds different. I would say family weight or bridge. I like to call them bridge yeah. games. So they bridge gamers into hobby gamers. Yeah. So I think all these are... So that's King of Tokyo. Again, you know, I haven't had a problem with the list so far. No. <clears throat> King of Tokyo is in there. Number seven is Codenames. Yep. They put Codenames on there. Um, Codenames, I guess... <clears throat> I I don't... Uh, I like Codenames. Mm-hmm. However, there are a couple party games that I would put above this. Yeah, I would not right have put now. this as if I was going to pick a party game, 
I would not have said code names. No, I think code name was one that was hot for a while, but I don't. I would have said telestrations should have gone on here. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, that's so. I've got yeah. some of those on my list then, but yeah, code names again. It's good. I, uh-huh. I can see what it does. It's different, but also code names sometimes doesn't hit with a certain audience. I know other party games that have pretty much a universal hit. Yeah, will always work. Right. Mm-hmm. So I and code names. I love code names. Yep. And I know I know you do. But yeah. I've had certain groups it doesn't hit with. No. So, okay. And number six. Catan. Catan. Yep. Of course, the Catan. The game of our generation. Yes. Catan. Yes. So Catan, of course, is one that it's, they say it's synonymous with board games and it really is. Yeah. Like we were playing at our church one time and we were playing a somewhat heavy game and some lady, she was probably in her early 80s, came by and said, do you guys play Catan? And I'm like. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah. I'm like, that's it's incredible. Now so we it's, can be friends. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> really nice. So Catan, I agree with that. Yep, I agree. All right. Okay. Number five, Dixit. Have you played Dixit? I have. Dixit is another one. It's one of the one of the ones that started this genre, but there are other ones that I would rather do. It's the Have I played Dixit? Good. No, you have not. I was thinking I hadn't played it. Okay. But things like When I Dream and Detective Club, I think would would replace okay. Dixit for me. But we're going to go into that in a little bit then, too. Okay. So that, Dixit, I guess mm. it's fine because people do love it. They do, yeah. So I guess, eh, modern classic. I don't know if I'd say modern classic. No, I wouldn't say it's a classic. Modern classic is rough because when you say that, you're like, this is one you should play even now. Yeah. You know? So mm. I don't think I'd agree. I'd, I wouldn't put Dixit in there. No. So number four? Number four is Azul. Azul, uh, again... I, I, I questioned it. when I started getting to this point in the list when I saw Dixit and when I saw um, when I saw Codames, that's when I was like, oh, I'm not sure about yeah, this. I, but Azul, I don't know if that would be an instant modern classic. No, I don't, I don't know if I would put it up there. I don't think so either. I think yeah. they try to hit different genres. Um, maybe, I think maybe Azul that's is what nice. It, yeah. The best part about Azul for me is those tokens feel so nice. Oh yeah, it looks beautiful. You know, so yeah, I don't know. Pretty. I don't think I put Azul on there, but yeah. they did. There you go. So wouldn't I would have left that one off. And yeah. number three, Carcassonne. Yeah. Have you played that one? I did. Remember I played that with Meg and everybody at um That's right. I had didn't play retreat. it, did it? No. Okay. No. It's good. It's 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 really it's it's a classic. Yeah, I mean, it's a modern classic. So I guess I would agree, Carcassonne. Okay, this you is agree. a hard list in the fact that are they looking at games that you should play now? Like if you were telling someone to get a game, yeah, would you tell them to go get Carcassonne? Yeah, and I don't think that's true. I think there's a couple that you'd tell them to get before you told them to get Carcassonne. Okay. Yeah. But um, all right. But number two. I agree with number two. Number two is Pandemic. And I would agree that, yes, that is a modern classic. It really is. um, I'm excited we're going to be studying um, season one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of Pandemic Legacy. I'm excited to be doing that very soon because Pandemic is such a great game. And what the first Gen Con we went to, they were playing a giant Pandemic where they had people life size. I'm like, that is the best thing ever. So, Pandemic, I agree with that one. That was a good choice. I will agree. Yeah. The Pandemic should be on this list because um, a lot of people that are coming into games don't know about co op games. No. You know, we played one the Mm -hmm. other night at some friend's house and one of the games was co op. And their parents didn't really understand the fact that, so who wins? Yes. Well, this is, we all, we all work together. Yeah. And they're like, I don't understand. This doesn't no. make any sense to me. So, <laughs> the, I guess that's a good point. Non-gamers don't get co-op. They don't get co-op. No, because you never really work as a team. No. That's kind of a what? gamer world type of thing. Yes. Wow. So, yeah. So that's a good anyway, point. Uh, pandemic, 
Pandemic, I like. And now, Pandemic, it's funny. We talk about Tiny Epic Dungeons, how it's really hard to win. Mm-hmm. Pandemic, it's hard to win, too, but you feel like you can win. Yes. You know? Yeah. And you feel like sometimes you get bad cards and you just get out, break, out, out, break, out, break. But... And it's quick one. and easy to reset so you can be like, okay, let's redo this again. Right. And you can at some point win. Yep. So... And then number yeah. one, of course, is if you are thinking about this, you would probably know what the number one modern classic is. Yeah. Ba boom, ba boom. And it is Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride. Yeah. And I will I'll agree with this. I'll agree with that one. Yeah. You know, Ticket to Ride. We have several Which is people. Why we have a thousand expansions of Ticket to Ride. Yeah. And Ticket to Ride is good. Mm-hmm. It's you know? great. Yep. And it's one of those that will stay on our list because yep. it's very easy to crack out with people that don't really know games. No. So, okay, so that's Ticket to Ride. Yes. All right, so really the only ones we disagreed with on this list were, I mean, I wasn't crazy about code names, Dixit. Yes. Don't know if I have Carcassonne. So I wrote down some that I think could get honorable mentions. Yep. Or they could have easily been on this list. Yep. Now, my criteria on these for being a modern classic, number one, it can't be too new. Okay, right? yeah. Now, now your criteria might be different. Um, it can't be too new. It also has to be one of those bridge games that you can get fairly new gamers to play mm-hmm. or not. I, w- I don't say non-gamers. They have to actually be gamers. They're not going to be playing anyway. But fairly new gamers to play because that seems to be what they're looking for. So trying to look through that. So do you have some? I do. Go ahead and name one of one Okay, of one of mine is Splendor. That was my main one too. No yeah. way. Yeah, Splendor. I think Splendor is such a great bridging game. It's yeah. easy to explain... At first, some people get a little confused, and then you like just play around and like, okay, I've got this. It's yeah. very easy to grasp. I was very surprised that Splendor was not on the list. Me too. I thought that was weird. Yeah, Splendor. Mm-hmm. I I really like Splendor, and that, I love that. Yeah, that should be. I know they have so many different ones, like Century Spice Road and all the yeah. Golem Edition, all that stuff. But Splendor is Splendor. Yeah, you've got to. I I was really surprised that Splendor was not on the list. Yeah, me too. I thought. Yeah, I that could have been. Yeah, I will say King of Tokyo is on the list, but I would. Only recommend the Dark Edition to people yeah. now, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was wondering if you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. King of Tokyo Dark Edition is the one I, I would replace King of Tokyo with Dark Edition. Anybody you even me? put out um, King of Tokyo that you had all the 3D print and stuff for in storage, right? Didn't Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm only going to play Dark Edition. Yeah. Because Dark Edition just adds that extra track. Yeah. Rage, what they call it. But that, yeah, I would only play Dark Edition. That, that was an edition that made the game better. It they did, did good. It did. It did. So mm-hmm. it was definitely good. Yeah. Okay, so an, another one that I would look at is um, When I Dream and Detective Club. I mentioned that with uh, Dixit, but mm-hmm. When I Dream and Detective Club, those two, I think, would go over Dixit for me. Yep. You know, they have a similar artwork. They're very pretty games. They're slightly different games, of course, but those two, I think I would probably, and probably Detective Club over When I Dream, mm-hmm. but Detective Club is just such a good game. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Um, I have two on my list that are like questionable mentions. Yep. <clears throat> but I guess I should mention Telestrations should be in that on that list. Telestrations over, was over on co- mine as well. Over code names, you should have put Telestrations. Yeah. And people <clears throat> that I mean, it gets some hate, but Telestrations is some of the it has some of the funniest moments when we all sit there and play Telestrations. Mm-hmm. So Telestrations is a great one. I think pretty much most people, if you ever have a game night, you should have Telestrations. You should. We've been to a, quite a few weddings recently, and that's always the gift we give people. Yes. So if, if you're you invite us to your wedding. <laughs> guess what gift we're going to give you're you? You're going to get Telestrations. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Surprise. So even my magician friends that um, ask about <laughs> games, I tell them telestrations. Yeah. They always send me pictures of their families and their friends playing telestrations. Yeah. It's, it's, I really think that's a modern yeah. classic. I think so. That's a good one. Yeah. I also had just one as far as in a. Uh huh. You know, that's I, a good I one. Like just one as well. So Clover's a bit too new, but I think it's in that genre too. Yeah. But, um, I think Telestrations is probably the king of that. So my two questionable ones I have, yep. and I'm willing for you to tell me that you disagree. I had the quacks of whatever they're called. Quellenberg? Yes. Yeah. And I also had Space Base. I had Space Base on mine too. Quacks, I think is... Oh, quacks. I did not think of Quacks. Quacks might be good. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know if you would agree with that one or not. I just was thinking, yeah. I was like, what's a good gateway game? And Quacks is... I feel like it might be too heavy. I don't know if it's too heavy. It's a light game. I don't know. Maybe Quacks. I didn't think of Quacks. Space Base, yes. Yeah. I would agree with Space and Base. And I did look. Quacks came out in 2018, so it's not like super new. Yeah. But <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I think Quacks. Now, granted, we don't own Quacks. We no. always borrow people's copy. It's on our list of games to get. Um, but yeah, I... I would agree with Quacks. Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking like a good kind of... That will be yeah. the modern classic. Is it going to be? See, when you you say modern classic, that's what's hard. Yeah, you know, because is it going to hit that? I mean, it might honestly. And I think Space Base is on there. For I us think Space as well. Space. I that is a great game. But again, classic. That one classic. It has not. It is not seeing the staying power. Is it going to stay long enough to become a modern classic? Mm-hmm. Because you are throwing things in there like code names and Azul. With older games like Catan, yeah, and Pandemic, and Dixit, and Carcassonne, so you've got a whole big, just just a wide, yeah. vast range of stuff. Yeah. So I guess there's really no rhyme or reason. So <laughs> Quacks might as well pop in there. <laughs> so, but um, sure. Yeah, and I had Space Space in there as well. Yeah. So another one that I had on there was um, I did write down Villainous, but I think it's a bit too early to have that in yeah, there. Yeah, I was questioning Villainous and too. Villainous seems to be it can get too confusing for new people. It can when yes. there's really no way to win, that no universal way to win. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. just wins according to their yeah. their thinking. Like I said, you have to be aggressive in that game, and new gamers sometimes don't want to be aggressive. Right. So right, and that's then, always a problem. So another one I would write um, Machi Koro. You yes. have have you played Machi Koro? I don't believe I have. Okay, it's it's a great game. I yeah. would probably put Machi Koro in there. What about Santorini? Oh, you're such a jerk. Yes, <laughs> you don't like no, Santorini. I don't like it, but you guys like it. You I and Julia play it all the time. It's a two player game, so probably they weren't putting two player games on this list. Yeah. But um, yeah, I do love Santorini. But mm-hmm. Machi Koro too. So do you have any more on your uh, list? No, no, no. All right, so I only have a couple more. Okay. And one was Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. I think that's. I would. I would, I would, it's going to be hard to say modern classic, but it's, I like it because also it does something different. It has the whole bluffing mechanic and it's, it's a great party game and it fits this, this list really well. Yeah. And the only other one I would put on is really, I'm on the kick right now and it's Camel Up. You know what? Oh my goodness. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Camel Up should have been on there. I think Camel Up is a modern classic. Someone told us that the new Camel Up was on sale. I'm like, yeah, nah. Why? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole new game. Off season. Yeah. yeah, it's totally different. Um, Camel Up, now, if the expansion comes back out, it will be There's really... an expansion? There is. What? Yes. It's where you predict also the stack of camels at the end. And Really? How yeah, do we find this expansion? I, I, it's, not, it's not in print anymore. So Ugh. I'm pretty excited about ever finding that. So anyway, Wishless. so I, I played Grail Camel Up. Grail game. Now but, you got your um, 
my Camp new, Grizzly. Yeah, so Camp Grizzly we have. <laughs> so my new grail game is this Camelup expansion. Okay, wow. But, um, That's good yeah. to know. So Camelup, I don't know. I would put yeah. that on the list possibly. Calling it a classic, of course, is kind of iffy. But that is. So anyway... So if you want to email us and tell us what you think are modern classics. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. Because it's interesting to hear what people consider this, because that right there is, that is a boastful thing to say. Yes. Modern classics. Bam. That is you, rough. You know, I guess you could say Gloomhaven has the potential to be a modern classic. Yeah, but I would not get a group to play Gloomhaven for their first time. <laughs> no, they would hate you. That Never play a board game rough. again. And it's just like... I always wonder that because I see it always at Target, like the Jaws of Lion. I'm like, who sees this game and who's never played board games before? And like, amazing. Let's get it. I know. That's exactly yeah. it. So um, I finally yawn going at 1230. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. So, yeah. All right. So um, please email us at show at mainlygames.com. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and of course, like our podcast. Our whole link tree is at mainlygames.com. Hey. So again, thank you guys so thank much for you. listening. Thank you. And uh, wow, I did laugh a lot at the beginning. You really did. <laughs> so um, let us know if you'd rather us record our podcast earlier in the yes, day. Uh, so we like don't around get lunchtime. nearly as giggly <laughs> and we don't go nearly as long yeah because now we're going to go and we're going to watch the end of jurassic world fallen kingdom correct at midnight so and we're going to see if the indoraptor actually goes outdoors whoa wow mind uh, blowing <laughs> <laughs> all right guys hey thank you so much for listening thank you have a good night all right bye bye